Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about the mundane, and hopefully that'll help you drift off and find your way to sleep. We used to say it's the only podcast we hope you never get to the end of. I haven't said that in a while, so I'm happy to bring it back. I'm your host, Marco Timpano, and joining me is me, Amanda Barker. And uh, we did have, um, we had some listeners that used to listen on road trips, which That's I right. always felt like is it should have a warning label, like don't operate heavy machinery while listening to this podcast indeed indeed yeah i'm i'm always hesitant to be like you know um too excited but at the same time i don't want you know i don't want to cause problems for people so i i leave it to their leisure of how they listen every listen everybody operates on a different wavelength i used to have a yoga nidra tape that would knock me out every time and uh I lent it to a friend who lent it to a friend, and she said he would listen to it as he drove to work every day. Oh, wow. And I thought, wow, but he just is operating at a different frequency. So there you go. Did you ever get that tape back? I have it somewhere. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think I made a, or I burned a CD. Remember when that was a thing? I love that you had a tape. I, I, I called it a tape, but I think I actually burned a CD. I see. Which we don't even do that anymore. No, we don't. We just share files. I miss the tapes. You know, I listen on Spotify. A lot of people listen to this podcast on Spotify, so that's pretty awesome, too. I listen, listen. I I live by my Spotify. Um, yeah, I listen I listen to podcasts on so many different apps, Amanda, and, Sp- and Spotify for me is where I listen to my music and our, right. our playlists. Yeah, I sort of have a different app, uh, my Acast app for podcasts and then I have Spotify for music and of course I have Libby for my audiobooks which I listen to as well. I don't know if all our listeners know what Libby is. It is a app that our library here in Toronto uses so that you can take out books. I think isn't it everywhere? I, I don't think I, it's everywhere. Oh, okay. So, so that's why I'm just defining Toronto? it. No, I don't know if it's no, just Toronto my, but my understanding with Libby cuz there's a Toronto app called the uh, TPL app, Toronto Public Library app. Right. So you can do that for books. But my understanding is the Libby app is an app that then that you can use from anywhere that connects to your library. So it disseminates it a little bit differently. So I, you have I the don't same results. Know. So we'll have to. I, well, reach. that was what I 
understood it to okay, be. Okay, fair enough. So listen, oh, that's me turning the page. Um, if you're familiar with the Libby app, let us know what you think of it. Amanda, uh, how was your pumpkin pie cookie that you just... Okay, so I bought cookies at a cookie place. Should I mention what they're no, called? No, don't, don't mention okay. the place because they didn't... They, I'm, Let's not just not mention it. Oh, controversy. Well, the cookie, owner of the cookie. store was a bit rude to you once. I know, so. but their product is that... See, I didn't want to get into that. We won't get into that, but let's Their product get... is that good that I don't care. They're doing just fine. They are doing just fine. They make doughy, delicious cookies, and if I'm near one of their locations, I pick some up, and I did today. And I've been going enough that I actually... My next half batch is free. Oh, that's great. Is it... I don't know if it is. I, I don't love these really soft cookies. I like a, a, a tougher cookie. Uh, we we understand Italy, but from the voice of America over here, give me a chocolate chip cookie with a bit of goo, just a bit. Just that soft, chewy chocolate chip cookie. Give it to me every day. I like a hard cookie that has a bit of snap to it. As you like to say... It's good with coffee. It's great with coffee. I don't know if we've explained that to listeners yeah, before. We but have. We have. A hard cookie that you dip and moisten with coffee. Well, I brought that up just to say that we're in the autumn feel as we have our... We are. And so I bought cookies today that had pumpkin pie in the middle of them. Like, I guess really pumpkin pie puree yeah. in the middle of them and then surrounded by a chocolate chip yeah. cookie. It was a lot. It was happening. soft, definitely. It was too much. We did have um, something interesting happen earlier today. We had, you may have heard me talk about my Norway maple. Um, heads up for anyone in North America, if you're going to be planting a maple tree, the Norway maple is an uh, a invasive species in North America, so... I would recommend you find a different maple to plant because we had to really chop some of our Norway maple, which I love. I love the look of it in our backyard, and I love the leaves that turn orange. But it is a very sensitive and temperamental tree, and we had to do some chopping today. I don't know if it being an invasive species had anything to do with us having to chop it, though. No, it... it what the lumberjacks or the arborists, I should say. They were say. for sure not lumberjacks. <laughs> we had four. They were not lumberjacks. Well, what would you, what would you call? Urban lumberjacks. They okay. were like hipster. They were arguing about who was the best snowboarder. And they all wanted coffee with honey. I don't see what they talked about has any inference no, or but difference. No, a lumberjack. If okay. A lumberjack. Is? is you know, a, a logging cabin guy from a hundred years ago that what's what's true. your definition of a lumberjack someone who cuts trees okay well then that's what they were they were more arborists they were dealing with the tree they weren't cutting it for lumber so maybe I lumberjack just, I picture a right. lumberjack as somebody with like woolen socks and plaid drinking out of like a tin mug and opening a can of beans. And so the only thing missing was the tin cup and the can <laughs> of beans is what you're saying to complete. Well, in living in a remote area. Sure. These are people. We live literally downtown in the biggest city in Canada and we live in the middle of it. Yeah, but that's not to say that's where they. We have a they, tree. That's not to say that's where they were from. 
No, I, I'm not saying where they're from. That's okay. not where I'm from. But Fair enough. But the idea that, you know, lumberjacks who are like, you know, logging, these are people that cut branches okay, off fair of a enough. tree in our little postage stamp back deck, the one tree we have, actually. But they cut everywhere. They don't just cut. They just happen to be, they, they happen to work in urban centers, and they were off to cut a bunch of uh, Manitoba maples, they said. Yeah, so, and apparently that Manitoba maple, stay away, even if you're in Manitoba, apparently. Well, because that tree is designed to propagate. So as it was explained... Designed by nature. By nature, of course. Thank you. It wasn't It wasn't crossbred or hybrid mm-hmm. to do this. As it was described to me by these urban arborists slash lumberjacks... <laughs> The Manitoba maple works like this or or functions like this or grows like this. They grow really tall and they're top heavy and they drop a lot of keys or seeds and those seeds will grow anywhere. They said like if there's a crack in on a sidewalk with no dirt, a Manitoba maple will grow. And the unique thing about a Manitoba maple, Amanda, is that it'll get so top heavy that the tree will collapse in the forest, and from the col- collapsed debris, multitudes of Manitoba maples will, will emerge. A few things. Yes. First off, when I picture Manitoba, I don't picture a forest. I picture fields of grain and, and wheat uh, silos and grain elevators. It's not to say Manitoba doesn't have forests. I just have never pictured Manitoba forested. For whatever that's worth. For any of our Manitoba listeners, I think your province has both the prairies and the trees. And I'm, I'm not sure biased like do. Amanda. I don't want I'm our listeners from Manitoba okay. to be upset with the us. The second thing I wanted to point out mm-hmm. is that you used a term that we only use for maple seeds, which is maple keys. And I don't know that everybody would know that because I don't think I knew that for a long time. But that the seeds are actually released with a little thing that we call a maple key and the seed lives inside the maple key. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a propeller. It does look like a propeller and, and it functions it, like one. Because mm-hmm, it twirls when it and comes You've mentioned down. it before. I have mentioned but it before. But that's not to say someone's listened to that particular maple key episode. You're 100% right. I think maple key would be a fun name for a store or a clothing line or a oh, restaurant. I, I kind of love the it. The maple key like that. Yeah. Doesn't that sound nice? It sounds great. It also sounds like uh, Queen's Key, or in Singapore, they have key like l- streets by the water that they called keys, which I think is a British thing. Yes, written. But it looks quay. It looks like you're reading the word quay. Q U A Y. And in, so, if you're not from Toronto or you don't know that term, you would say Queen's Quay, but it's Queen's Key. And I remember the first place I went to that had keys was like that was Singapore, but I think Hong Kong has them too, mm. which you know, checks out because it's all part of the Commonwealth, the British Commonwealth, and or it Queen, was at one point anyway. Queen's Key here in Toronto is where you would pick up ferries on Lake Ontario. Yeah, so it must be like streets by the water, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't remember ever seeing that term anywhere in the States. So just sure. for people who don't know that. That was Amanda kicking the, the table. I'm sorry, was That's that okay. really loud? Yeah, it bounced. I, I just let our listeners know so that if they hear that sound, they know where it's coming from. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. You can rewind it and delete it. No, it's too much trouble to do that. Really? Well, it can be because it reverberates. 
I'm really sorry that I kicked the table. It's not a problem. You can kick the table as long as I identify that you've kicked the table. Should I do it again? No, don't. Please don't. I do want to mention this, Amanda. We have a couple of people on Instagram who have reached out since last week when I mentioned the other person on Instagram who had reached out. So Allison on Instagram had said that she wants to hear about our Ottawa adventure that we went on. Okay. Um, And wants to see more photos. But we didn't take very many photos in Ottawa. Did you? Well, I take photos and then I don't post them. But I'll give them to you and you can post them on on this account. Okay, great. Yeah. So so I'll post a couple of those pictures. I only took one. I'm very... Really? The one of Alex Trebek at the... At the oh. residence. That was the only one I really I took. I am very judicious with what I post. It's a thing. I don't know. Maybe it's a Virgo thing. I'm still finding my way, friends. Uh, but I mostly just post pictures of me jumping places. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't post a ton. But uh, I did post, I think, one jumping picture in Ottawa, I want to say. Okay, give it to me and I'll put it on our thing. Yeah, but, or just I have other ones I can send. I, I, I take a ton of photos, but I take them only for me. I don't post them usually. Fair enough. That's who I am. And that's what I'm doing right now. We'll see. <laughs> well, Allison, in answer to your question, our Ottawa adventure was a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. I, you know, I almost, this is the other reason I take photos, so I can actually remember what it is that I did in Ottawa. Because now I'm drawing a little bit of a blank. We went for a long walk, and we went to the war The war museum. museum which that's was right. W- which was a, a, a spectacular museum. And um, I wouldn't have gone had it not been for friends who wanted to go. And then I really actually thought the museum was was great. Well, because we went to probably the best-known museum there, I believe, is the the Art Museum, right? The National Gallery The National Gallery, yes, yes. Um, So we had been there a year prior, so I'm sure there was new collections and things to see, but because we're not in Ottawa a lot, we thought we wouldn't go to the um, the same one again. So we went... To the War Museum, which which was very well done, yes. actually, I have to say. And we took a lovely drive to Gatineau and had brunch in Gatineau. Oh, it was that's fantastic. Right. Yeah, so we went to, can I say the name of the place? Yes, well, what was the name of the place we were trying to go to? And it was not. Well, we went to Allo Moncoco. Right. Uh, but the place we were trying to go to, I don't remember. It had a very simple name, like Henderson's or right. something like that. But but where we ended up was Allo Moncoco, um, which I think wins for names. And, Most definitely. Um, it is one of those uh, Quebecois places that has about a million versions of Eggs Benedict. <laughs> so. When you find a breakfast restaurant that is francophone, it's a, it's a thing of beauty. Because like you said, Amanda, they have... So many versions of Eggs Benedict, my head spins. So we stayed at um, a really fun little boutique hotel. I'm just going through my photos here. Called the Hotel Swiss or the Swiss Hotel. And it was so charming. Um, Not accessible, unfortunately, but it definitely felt European in the fact that it wasn't accessible. And what I mean by that was I don't think there was an elevator there. I didn't see no, one. No, I don't think there was. Three flights of stairs and probably about, what would you say, 30 rooms maybe? Maybe. It is a family-run hotel. I strongly recommend if you're going to Ottawa and you can you can do stairs. It's a great place. It's one of the only um, and one of the last like family-run hotels that isn't a chain yeah. in Ottawa. I highly recommend it. They are Swiss, 
and they very much lean into the Swiss theming of the hotel, which made it a really fun experience for us. There's Swiss artwork. Everything is red, white, and gray. Everything from the coffee maker to the robes they give you to the bathroom, to the towels, to the soap. I mean, everything. And I asked the owner or one of the owners, why the gray? I get the white and the red because the Swiss flag, but why the gray? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, gray is so Swiss because of the mountains and the rock and and it all made sense. I felt silly asking her, but she Sabina was Sabina and Alphonse were yeah. her name, the 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 wonderful uh couple that run it. And it is it's it's beautiful and it's all stone and very um feels like something it just feels like you're in Europe and uh sometimes we need a little bit of that on this side of the pond. It's charming, it's sweet, it's mm-hmm. delightful, it's a great place to lay your head down and it had everything so well appointed in the room Amanda mm-hmm. and uh, every attention to detail was really really taken care of in that hotel so, that, so yeah the Swiss hotel um, we went for tremendous meals we had cocktails at a place called the somewhere dine bar we weren't very hungry because we had had the big brunch at Allo Mon Coco earlier that day so we just drank our dinner that night and had a just, bunch of cocktails. We were just like, we're going to drink all the cocktails on this menu. And we did. We we had about half of them. And then we had cocktails also with friends who were at a hotel. Um, and um, They're friends of the podcast, actually. Yeah. Joel and Daniela Vlaskalik. Joel and, Cochran, I should say. And they had, uh, they were at a hotel that had a beautiful um cocktail bar that overlooked the city. So we went and met them for a cocktail. A lot of cocktails. In yeah, what was the name of that hotel? Andaz. Andaz at the Byward Market. Ah, there you go. Byward Market is that wonderful market area in Ottawa where mm-hmm. we've been a bunch of times, but it's it, it's sort of a farmer's market, but also lots of restaurants and shops, pedestrian kind of area. Every city needs to have one. So that's theirs. Allison, that's, that was our Ottawa adventure. Thank you for uh, messaging us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We love hearing your suggestions for shows because we often sit down and think, what are we going to talk about? Which brings me to what Lindsay had asked us to do back in October of 2020. And I don't know if we did it, Amanda. Oh, my gosh. Well, we have really made poor Lindsay wait a year. Well, the problem is I'm not so savvy when it comes to figuring out where the messages are. And thankfully, Amy, our social media manager, is on top of that. Okay. And so, so she, Amy dug this one up. And said Amy dug this it. one up. Well, actually, Lindsay just recently uh, uh, sent us a mes- message saying she really enjoys our show once again. And so I saw that she had sent one a year ago. Oh and my god! Asked Poor us, Lindsay. Oh, Lindsay, the wait. Lindsay, I'm sorry, but what and and what could it be? I have no idea what this is going to be. She wants to know about colors and patterns, specific ones that mean something to us. So, is there a color or pattern? And do you remember if we did a show on color and patterns? Hmm. And do you have a color and or a pattern that means something to I you? I mean, I know up? we have talked about colors in the past in different ways um, with various artists and so on. I guess when you hear colors, I mean, there are colors actually that have great meaning to me. And, and I often associate words with colors. Do you do that too? No. I, certain people do and certain people don't. Like certain words to me are red or brown. Um, I know when my mother was pregnant with me, she had a very strong feeling about a color. Okay. Uh, Same with my sister. So when she was pregnant with my sister, she felt red, 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 red. 
red okay. and yellow. My sister loves primary colors. In fact, she's painted her kitchen red. I mean, she she loves red. She always has. For me, the color for her was mint green, like a yeah, like a, a sort of a mint green, anywhere from a mint green to like a Tiffany blue. Okay, that kind of aqua. This color. is the color she had in mind when, when she was pregnant with okay. me. Okay, yeah, and she painted my nursery that aqua kind of color. Sorry, I thought you said red. That's why I. That was my sister. Okay, I'm. My name's Amanda, and that was my sister. But I swear, I thought you said red for both of you. No. Okay. I, maybe. I mean, you can listen back, but no. So, um, so aqua when I was a baby. So when I see that color still to this day. I sort of feel like, well, that's my color, you know. What about sea foam? How do you feel about sea it's, foam? Again, that's like a mint green, so yeah. Robin's egg blue. It that it, that's the other end of it. That's okay. what I'm saying. Robin's egg blue is like Tiffany blue, and sea foam is like a mint green. So it's anywhere in that spectrum of mint green to sea, to to Robin's egg blue. That's awesome. So that color I kind of associate with like my childhood, my mom. My beginnings in this world, it was the color of my room because it was the color of my nursery. Yeah. So, but now I, I think different, like we had wedding colors and I very much loved our wedding colors. Although it's funny because now when I think about them, I kind of think they it feels like jarring, but not to me and not how we did them. Right. Which were, do you remember our wedding colors? Of course I do. What were they? Purple and green. Yeah, they were purple and green. I just love purple and green together. I love just how they work with each other. How about you? Are there colors that we talked about our wedding colors? Well, you know, colors and patterns. So if I think right now in my life, what's something I really enjoy that has a color and a pattern? Mm -hmm. It has to be the scarf that your mother bought me last year for my for Christmas. Okay. And what she did. And what's interesting, Amanda, is when I first looked at it, I thought, Oh, these are. This is both a color and a pattern that I'm not into. Mm-hmm. But of course, it was a lovely gift, mm-hmm. very thoughtful gift. Because your mother gives very thoughtful, lovely gifts early too. She's on it very early. She will send the, those those presents. Your, it, literally, yes. your gift is in the mail, right? And it's and that's October, late. And that's late for her. Usually, and her, <laughs> your birthday's in December. Right. It's and it's literally on its way. So, she got me and my brother-in-law a scarf with the tartan of the provinces we're in. So for mm-hmm. me, it's the tartan of Ontario. And for my brother-in-law, your brother, Garrett, mm. the tartan of Nova Scotia, That's which right. is blue and very rich and more my aesthetic eye or something that my eye would go to. Mm-hmm. And the one that I have is like a, a, a dark green. It's red and green, right? And and a rust color and a bit of orange or, mm-hmm. or muted gold. I'll okay. take a picture and I'll put it on the Instagram. But I, it, it's not colors that I necessarily find attractive. And tartan isn't necessarily a pattern that speaks to me. And then I wore it with my jacket. And I just loved how it looked. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite scarf I know, I've you wear ever that scarf owned. All the time. I just love it. I just love how it looks. I feel like it goes with everything. It's very fall, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's one of my favorite things that I've gotten in a long time. So thank you. You should tell my mom that. I should. I don't think I you should. have told her that. No, I haven't told her that. I will say, uh, 
Yeah, I, I need to just say, I feel like I've said the word literally a lot today, mm-hmm. and I'm actually actively trying to embrace the new version of definition of literally. Oh, what's that? Well, a few years ago, people were using it a lot to mean really kind of the opposite of what it means because it's the opposite of figuratively, right? right? But often you'll say, you literally wear it everywhere. Well, you don't wear it everywhere. You often wear it, but you don't literally, you actually don't literally wear it. Oh, so I figuratively wear Wear it it everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. But actually a few years ago, I believe I'd have to look this up to verify they changed that because everybody was using it in the vernacular Mm -hmm. in the way that I've been using it in today's episode. So they actually went ahead and and changed it, I think, in like Webster's Dictionary to also mean the opposite of what it means. Isn't oh, that interesting? Wow. Yeah, that's so now fascinating. I'm I'm trying to just embrace it and just say literally all the time like everybody else does. Oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it's just a little thing I'm going through. But yeah, patterns. I mean, when I hear patterns, I'm not necessarily thinking color patterns. I'm thinking about pattern patterns, like well, looking for patterns, looking for numbers. Oh, see, and I was thinking of like tartan or paisley or like actual patterns. Yeah. Which makes sense because we're talking about colors. Mm-hmm. But I I always look for numbers on a clock or numbers eleven uh, eleven or like three 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 or uh, forty two the meaning of life universe and everything. If you're a Douglas Adams fan, so those are ones that often I like kind of connect with, and mm-hmm. it almost feels to me like somebody's like sending me a sign saying you're on the right path. Right. Do you feel that way? No, not really. Not really? With, not with numbers. I just know I like my number, mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay. I well, don't. I don't put that much. I literally don't put that, that much. You thought. literally don't. Yeah. Patterns in the universe, I mm. guess, is more what I was thinking, and finding the patterns. So I was looking at maples, just okay. to go back well, to patterns. Uh, no, because I'm I'm going to weave in maple, pattern maple patterns. So I was looking at seventeen. I don't know. Some magazine, online magazine, had seventeen maples to have. In your in your home or on your property. Oh, okay. But they had the Norway maple, so I was like, mm, I don't trust this. But then they had... It's like the Chilean sea bass of the tree world. Yeah, you should not be eating Chilean sea bass. <laughs> but a lot of people still do. I know. But I, I do want... This is not about Marco telling you what to do or what not to do, but don't eat <laughs> Chilean sea bass. It's being overfished. But I will say this. There's a maple called the snake bark maple. What? Yeah, because it has... Its bark has kind of a snake snake skin kind of pattern to it. Is it like a mangly maple? Like I feel no. like this would be like the the black sheep of the maple world. No, look it up on your phone while we talk. It's snake it's actually really maple. pretty. The bark is really pretty. Although the leaves I didn't find to be that pretty. And so um I had never heard of that tree before and then I saw it in this magazine. What about I'm, a Japanese maple? Those I are love beautiful. them. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. They're stunning. They're elegant. If a tree can be elegant, I think all trees are elegant really. But there's something very delicate and whimsical and light and artistic about it. And, I mean, the color of the leaves is just I massive. don't think I'm a fan of the snake bark situation. Why is that? Eh, it's fine. I think we can do better. But it's an interesting pattern. Well. Well, I'm not saying for art for a tree in our backyard. I'm just saying, no, isn't I'm just that... saying in the world of maples. I, I think I was really, when you said snake, I was picturing like this sort of like slithering maple. It's just a tree. But the bark looks like snake. Ish. As much as any bark does. No. You're looking at a wrong image. I saw an image where it looked really cool. No, you need to get a closer up image of the snake bark. This one? No. Oh, okay. Well, 
I don't know. I was just a little disappointed by what you really trumped up that snake bark, and then I looked at it, and it just kind of looked like a tree. No, no, I saw, I saw. It's like really green and cool looking. I'll, I'll put a picture Types on Instagram. Types of maple. Well, we're getting to the last part of our episode, Amanda. So I don't know if we have that much time to walk into the types of maple. Oh, there's a lot of maples. There's a lot of maples. Oh my goodness. Lest we forget the sugar maple, one of my favorite maples, which is sort of the maple of Canada. Which, when you look at our flag, that's the leaf that's on it. Hmm. Yeah. Syrian maple is quite beautiful. Oh, is it? Yeah. Look at that with this sort of reddish. It's a Middle Eastern maple. Beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Not not what you would think of when you think the of maples. The keys on the Syrian maple are red. Gorgeous. The leaves are green, but the keys are this gorgeous. But the leaves look like aspen leaves. Rust color. Oh, that's gorgeous. That's a beautiful tree. I'm sure, it, you know, we don't want it in Canada because that's what they did with the Norway maple, and look what happened. Exactly. Here we are chopping ours down. Well, we didn't chop it down, Amanda. We gave wanna... it a beautiful haircut. Well, we gave it a little bit of a... Of a bit of an amputation but it's healthier now it got it got a haircut kind of like buzzed on one side and longer on the other it's become a it's kind of like the the skater kid Fair. of the block of the block there you go well i guess we'll end with that skater kid on the block skater kid maple <laughs> add that to the list oh people would buy that skater kid maple do you remember when there was this it's a maple that kind of leans to one side kind of a little bit you know, half-cocked. Grows well on ramps. <laughs> there you go. Amanda, thank you so much. What a what a, what a an interesting dive. What a we, journey. What I mean, we went to Ottawa today. Manitoba? Norway? We, we, we did it all. Syria? Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening, folks and listeners. If you're still awake listening to us, thank you. And we hope this made you feel more relaxed. And we also hope that you will be able to listen and sleep.